Comic Book Club News gives you the comic book news you need to know first thing in the morning every weekday in the form of digestible three to five minute long podcasts. Comic Book Club News recaps breaking news stories from Marvel, DC Comics, and beyond Monday through Friday. New episodes drop 6 a.m. ET in the Comic Book Club News feed so they're ready for you when you're ready for the day. Comic Book Club News. You hear it second or third, possibly fourth. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. up everybody welcome to comic book club i'm alex i'm justin i'm pete and we're coming to you live from a couple places on the internet if everything is going smoothly we are live not just on crowdcast but also on youtube and facebook right now of all places mark zuckerberg's home itself Facebook fucking oh, stuff. Welcome to the metaverse, guys. What a yes. place. Wow, Here's the thing. Like, As you can tell, we don't have any legs, here. so it's all good. Maybe you're listening to it later. Oh, there we go. I'm doing everything right. Um, maybe you're listening to this later on Spotify, Crowdcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It's all good. But we're very excited to have you here. Very excited to talk tonight. Uh, how are you guys doing? Uh, this is probably very interesting for our audio listeners at home, but we have a new Crowdcast platform where you're completely thrown right now are you are you doing okay i love it like a lot of um astronauts in the nasa program um they throw them completely unprepared into a new shuttle and they just have to fly or not and we are gonna fly we're flyers <laughs> we are flyers do you know who else is a flyer is our guest tonight and hey oh <laughs> Hey, trying to figure out how to bring him in here. His yeah, name are. is yep, Michael Davenport, and he is the lead writer and creative director on Marvel Universe Online, which is a very interesting project. He is yes. also, I will mention, in Germany. So it's 1 a.m. right what now. Time is it time. There? I know. 1 a.m. Or maybe even later at this point. I guess it's like 2 a.m. or something. He said, no problem. All good. Don't even worry about it. It's all parties in Germany, man. (laughs) Michael, welcome. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. It's uh, bright and squirrely in the morning over here. (laughs) Nice. Are you on a 24-hour clock? Uh, Uh, Yes. (laughs) Great. Healthy. Yes. Yes, very healthy. Uh, Well, it's usually the case. I'm usually doing these uh, with folks back in the U.S., so I'm used to this kind of time block being for being for uh, coming down here, having a, a early morning cup of coffee and chatting up, folks. <laughs> well, Nothing we like a... sitting in a bright red room at two in the morning and talking across the there pond. You, there you go. Yeah, you I, I got to say the uh, background is fascinating. I love the uh, poster back there. It looks like you got some figures, some real cool stuff. Yeah, this is this is my office. Uh, they keep me down here in the basement so I can basement life. Cool basement life exactly so i can just crank out cool stuff all day long so <laughs> nice and what should we uh, ask well, you about on your t-shirt there 
you should ask me about the Marvel Universe online. There we that's go. A, that's Alex yes. Oh, wow. That's so, what a weird coincidence. That's actually why we had you here to talk about What a that. weird that's coincidence. Weird. Exactly. What a weird coincidence. On, on your shirt at the same time. Um, so this is an interesting project. This is, and correct me if I'm wrong, not an official Marvel thing that, at all. That, at is, point, right? that, is, that is correct. So we, the, the project started about 10 years ago, off and on. Right around the time that uh, that uh, that uh, uh, Marvel Heroes sunsetted, mm. um, th- it, it 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 was born of an idea of a few fans of play games like DC Universe Online, uh, City Heroes, and you know Champions Online, the like. No, it, it's yeah. not officially sanctioned by Marvel, so we decided to you know. It, compile all this information that we had gathered. We talked to professionals in the industry, um, actually got some feedback from, from folks like the, the CryEngine people talk, reached out to us when we started asking questions about, hey, how do, how, I mean, you're talking about, you know, novice really wanting to know information and they, you know, how do you make a, you know, first question you ask, gee, how do you make a video game? Yeah. <laughs> and, they, <laughs> and they were very helpful. And, uh, you know, it started from there. And like I said, uh, more and more people just started contributing information about you know the, the nuts and bolts of how to actually do something like that and then it started you know it evolved from just an idea of hey how to reach into this you know take this genre that we love in video gaming and you know tie it to, to marvel because we know that you know marvel for the longest time had been wanting to create something like this but unfortunately at the time, this was their first swing and a miss was after they tried to sue City of Heroes back in the day, and it didn't work out because they themselves wanted to create a game just like that. Oh. Yeah, this wow. was way back in 2012, 2013. So, yeah, that, you know, we after that, it was just, you know, you really didn't, when City of Heroes left, you really didn't have something in that genre superhero games yet i mean they were they were trailblazers and then dc you know dc universe online came along a few years after that and before that happened i had the opportunity to have a one-on-one chat with uh with uh uh, J- uh jack emmert the uh creator of city heroes oh, and wow. i got a lot of again this was that phase where we were just collecting information so you know we were out talking to everybody you know, everybody yeah. in the industry, the big name. So Jack told me some back, gave me some background about how after he left Cryptic, how Marvel and Microsoft had approached him about the first attempt at a Marvel uh, superhero MMO. Hmm. And, you know, un- you know, you know, unfortunately, at the, you know, at the end of the talks, it didn't work out. And the assets that he had compiled present to them eventually turned into champions online i love this because it's it sort of feels like the act of making a video game is sort of a video game it's like a little bit of an rpg <laughs> you're just like slowly picking up clues and going around it, it is people it is it is it, it, it really i mean and you know a lot of people I, I you know i was i was surprised by the process you know it a lot of a lot of games you know, start years before even the you know the first hands touch the keyboard to start you know, right. programming it. You know yeah. this 
this, all these the, the deals in the background, you know, talking to this person, talking to that person, you know, getting, you know, getting contracts, finding out who's available, you know, lining up the pieces and everything. There's a lot of stuff that a lot of people don't know about. I mean, it takes years before the first years before even the first announcements happen. So it was, it was a learning experience the first few years of the project. And like I said, while that was going on, we just kept compiling information, compiling information, reaching out to fans after that to find out in this particular genre, what would they like to see? Mm. You know, it's, you know, and this was back when, you know, not a whole lot of people were even looking at video games. This way before the first spider, way before the first, uh, Spider-Man games, you know, we're still in that era where uh, we're still in that era where, you know, it was still pretty niche, mm-hmm. to say the least. Right. Mm-hmm. It was still pretty niche. Yeah. Well, l- let me ask you a question, and I don't mean this to be abrasive or anything like that. It's how, Try not to be... how do you do this? No, like, how, how can yeah. you do this? Are you worried at all about Marvel coming back and being like, Hey, appreciate all the work you put in here. Uh, here's a cease and desist. Please stop. Or is there a way around it? Like, is there a parody law type thing for video I, games? Or something? I, I am, I am. If anyone, anyone that knows me knows that I like to poke the bear. So, <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. Fact, fun fact: I on LinkedIn. One of my mutuals on LinkedIn is uh, Eric Monticelli. Now, if you know who Eric Monticelli is, Eric Monticelli is the is he is the the head of head of uh, Marvel Games. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, there you go. That's kind of important to have a buy-in from him potentially. Yeah, yeah. I, and, and the first priest, the first people I went to when when this when this started to solidify were Marvel execs. So I, I you know, there's no. I didn't want there to be any any confusion about you know what we were doing, so I went to them first. And I said, "Hey, listen," and I I gave them the early pitch. You know, this was before yeah. we, the the, the, the pre, website pre 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 pitch exactly. This was the hey, this is what we're trying to do. I told Eric about it and said basically said go forth, you know, do do good things. You know, he said basically um, if it's interesting enough, we'll reach out to you. You know, good or bad, I guess. We've been, like I said, we've been at this for 10 years now, off and on. And uh, yeah, the the, the key here is that we don't profit from anything. Yeah. My motto, my motto is the only person, the only person that, uh, only person that gets paid, only person that doesn't get paid is me. So everybody that contributes to the project, the artists, the other writers, everyone that does our, our, my PR person, everyone who volunteers, I make the, the effort to make sure everyone gets paid. It's all 100% of the funding goes directly to them. And as a sign, you hate money. How does it work with you and money? You hate it. <laughs> yeah. How do you live? Oh, I live just fine. I, here's the thing. I I'm, I'm 52 years old. I am, I am you know, at that age where I'm looking toward retirement instead of, you know, <laughs> during my career. And this is one of the things for the longest time that I felt like, you know, I wanted to do, you know? Yeah. Cool. It, it's like a legacy. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a legacy and the people that I work with, they understand that as well. I mean, they, they're as motivated by it as I am, you know, 
And as an aside, you know, the project isn't just about the pitch. The project is about the community. Mm. So what we do to keep it within the comic community is that we commission comic artists that are up and coming. We, we don't, we don't nice. commission professionals. So every, all the art you see on the website, I mean, we're, we're in the process of finalizing the last few pieces on the web uh, of, of fill of, uh, you know, saving, uh, um, what was it? The, the holding site images. We're trying oh, yeah. to get rid of those and get them replaced with art that we commission for the project specifically. But all of that comes from commissions through donations to get those folks recognized. We advertise for them through the website. So if any piece of work that anyone is curious about finding out more about, we link them directly to the artists that created it. Wow. That's great. Now, are you, oh, I was going to ask, are you setting it at a time or place in the Marvel universe? Obviously, it's constantly developing through the comics and the movies and everything else. Absolutely. Absolutely. And here is the differentiation. The reason why we selected the the designation for our universe as Earth 619. Because Mm -hmm. the numbering is there for a reason. One, it took me a little bit of research to make sure it was available. First of all, because yeah, you got to get that number right. Because there is a Bible out there of Marvel Earths. Yeah. And you can't step on another another number because down the road, you never know when it's going to be you know significant. So Earth 619 was available and I liked it close as close as possible to Earth 616 because the subtleties that you'll see in our version of the Marvel Universe will be just that subtle. You'll have to go out and actually, you know, find the differences. But there are a lot of larger differences that make us distinct. The, the point where we start, where the, the game starts, for the most part, the history past Civil War, the first Civil War comic version, mm. is where everything is pretty much parallel to 616. Now, the, di- our, the difference between our version of Civil War and the comic version of Civil War is that it is on a global scale. Mm. So, Our, now, uh, please excuse my ignorance here, but uh, you know we're talking a lot about different things of the game, but how do you play this? What, is, what kind of game is this? What does MMO mean? So it it's like a it's that. like a Candy Crush type thing, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's, is it it's Marvel a, versus Wordle. Capcom? What's going on here? Talk to me. It is about... a it is a it is a a, a, a shared world. I want to say show. I, I hate the term MMO, but unfortunately, that's the the best best way to describe it. So imagine, say for example, imagine Destiny, but with superheroes. Okay. I don't know if you're helping Pete there necessarily. Yeah. Just Pete okay. to clarify, <laughs> okay. MMO is like MMA. MMA is mixed martial arts. MMO I know what is MMA is. Martial opera. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. Massively multiplayer. Massively multiplayer online game. No. A whole okay. bunch of people playing in the same in the same sandbox at the same time. Okay. So that that's where big sandbox. A big yeah. Well, speaking of that sandbox, and you kind of touched on this a little bit, but not there's no pressure. How close are you? Like to a, how far away are you at this point from a playable version of the game or it, beta it, test or? It is a pitch. It, right now, it is a pitch, and I, and I it's okay. right there in bold letters on the first page of the website. It's a pitch project at this point. <laughs> 
you know, without, of course, without, you know, direct support from Marvel yet, yet. Eyebrow <laughs> <laughs> raise. Yeah, right. We are, we are a pitch project. And as I, I let everyone know that from the jump, you know, what you're, what you're supporting is a vision at the moment. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the best way to get this vision out, you know, to the right eyes is through sharing that vision. You know, go out, see what we're doing now, see what you like, make suggestions about how we can change or, do, or be better, and spread the word. You know, that's, I, I, we want nothing from anyone other than letting folks know. You know For clarity's sake, um, when you talk about your vision, can you describe, like, if, if one of us, hypothetically Pete, logged on, when the vision is complete, you have all of your dreams coming true, what happens? Uh, you log in. What can? What, what's your gameplay like? What's happening for you? What's happening when you log in? The first thing that happens is after the credits roll. You know, you see our our scroll, which you can find on the website. You see our scroll, and what opens up is a page from the official handbook of the Marvel Universe Online. If you've ever seen the the old Marvel encyclopedia character encyclopedia, yeah, yeah. yeah. The character creation screen is a version of that. So it opens mm. up. The side is the, the text is on site. You you create your character stats, your you know their background information on the on the left side of the screen. On the right side of the screen is the window where you actually create your character. Now, once that page is complete, you write in a bio the whole the whole nine yards. Once that page is complete, that page gets stored as your character cut sheet. So okay. that goes that's throughout your play, throughout your play career, that character cut sheet goes along with you. Now, as you do certain adventures, those adventures get added to your bio of your character. Now, uh-huh. these every every player and every NPC will have a character bio sheet just like yours. Now, what you cool. can do with them, what you can do with them is you can share them, you can trade them, you can collect them and form your own encyclopedia of characters. Wow. Yeah. Like if I want to play as like Mephisto Jr., the marriage breaker, like I could go sure, whatever, and, sure, whatever, go, whatever, go for it, around. go yeah. for it, go for it. All of the options. If you, if anyone remembers the old games like City of Heroes and the character creation tools, go for it. Anything you can imagine. Create. Is there any way to call that? dibs on Frankencastle now? Boo. The shredded by Doc and Punisher? Is that sure? Oh yeah. Here's a good question from Straight Bullet here in the comments. Can I be Uncle Ben? Can you play as Uncle Ben? You cannot play as established characters. That's that is the mm. only that is uh, the only, only caveat. That's why I said okay. so, so yes. Is it, so I could be like Cypher, but with an I instead of a Y in the name. Well, we would like to try to avoid that, but I, <laughs> I, I, you're I, I don't think there's any way. That's there, be very ton, of course, of course, there's tons. There'll be a tons of wolf, wolf, wolfarines, yeah, <laughs> and spinnermans mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. But you know, uh, I just think the, not to like backstage edit or anything. But you got to go to that pitch deck. You got to put right at the top there. Hey, you cannot play a cipher. Just so you know, you're going to lose <laughs> a lot of fans. I think up front we know that, but a lot put it out there. I don't know about a lot. Oh, so many. 
Alex, I think it's a, the, it's a betrayal of the character if you have a misspelled yeah. name. His whole thing is spelling yeah. right. It's like really being accurate with the with the letters. One of the narratives, one of the narratives is that the NPCs, the more famous they are, they know that there will be homage characters of them. Mm. Oh, cool! <laughs> so that 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 different differentiates us from other games that used to do this, where they they actively discourage people from making homage characters. I was I myself made plenty of homage characters in series Seed of Heroes. And I, I know hmm. some friends that play DC online, and they do the same thing. There are tons of Marvel characters on DC Universe online. Tons. <laughs> so I understand, the, I understand the appeal. So, yeah, uh, we wanted to take that cool. idea of being able to create homage characters and just roll with it. Cool. Uh, can I throw something by you? So Cypher's power is oh to God. translate languages. That doesn't affect his spelling, right? Like, not to contradict Justin or anything like that. <laughs> But uh, Justin has a small person who's come in to tell him that he's wrong about Cypher's powers. Sorry. Yeah. Hello, yeah. hello, small she person. She says, I love Cypher and stop of being course. mean to Alan? <laughs> of course. Man, kids say the darndest <laughs> things, don't oh, they? Man. Um, yes. I have a question, Michael. Are you worried about this game um, gaining sentience and taking over um, our world? Yes. <laughs> the right, right answer. <laughs> and and a related question if people want to support it i know you've mentioned this before but other than just spreading the word what is the best way of actually like physically supporting the development if, of this if pitch? you want to if you want to donate we have a patreon for the marvel universe online and we have a coffee at the moment right now the right now um the patreon you can donate for as little as three dollars a month i mean and really Right now, because we're only a pitch project, all of that money goes to the artists who help us create, you know, and eventually the plan is to, the plan is to get enough donations that we can start supporting, you know, we can regularly support the artists and writers and eventually move up to supporting um, other folks like uh, uh, developers, you know, we can get an advertising agency, you know, uh, my PR person is, she's excellent. And, you know, we want to, eventually reach out and be able to give her a hand you know so just basically expanding upon the the the, all of the work that needs to be done to to flesh this out to its you know natural conclusion you know so it it looks like and the conclusion for the project is to look and feel like an actual gaming website our website is supposed to look like an actual gaming site you should be able to look at our site and say wow i want to play this that's the goal. Yeah. I mean, for the website, right. that's I want I want people to look at the project and say, yeah, I want to play this. Why can't I not play this? I want hundreds of thousands of thousands of thousands of people saying, why can't I not play this? And then I want them to go to Marvel Games and I want them to say, why can't we play this? We must look well, at what, that's about you, what if you get a good is. game. A good game is undeniable. Like if you get if the people want to play, the people are going to play. <laughs> Exactly. And, yeah. and they literally, they literally, Marvel Games themselves literally told me, you know, they said, hey, listen, if, if your idea is popular enough, we'll, we'll see it. Well, that's great. guess what? That's what we're trying awesome. to do. Awesome. That makes awesome. your goal very clear. Just like a great game. Yeah. It's like, I want to win. I need to, right. um, I, I need to get Boardwalk and Park Place. Exactly. I am, I'm out. <laughs> I am out to, I am out to, 
create a game that captures not just people's ability, you know, interest in playing a video game. I want it to capture people's imaginations. I want people to be thinking about it when they're not playing. <laughs> so that that that's my goal. I've played games where even if you turn off the console or the or the PC, you can't stop thinking about it. You know, oh, you, yeah. you, your mm-hmm. mind still your mind still inhabits that world that you were in. Yeah, and that's what I want. You know, and you know, back in the day, City Heroes had an active had an active um, writing community. You know, fan community, fan based communities that did all kinds of stuff, videos, and they had, you know, they wrote stories and all that. And that's the kind of thing that I want people to get back into again. You know, I want when you create your character, I want that character to feel like an alternate version of you. I want that character. So when you write their bio, we we basically say, hey, you know, here's here's a page. Go forth and create the the person in the Marvel universe that you want to be. Cool. Man, that's, yeah, Excellent. exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, Michael, I don't want to keep you up much later because it is very late where you are, even though you've been very gracious with your time. Good luck on the project. I'm looking forward to seeing what's happening with it. Yeah. Uh, going forward. Thanks, Michael. All right. Go get him. Yeah, you take will. care. Thanks. Good night. All right, now. All right. Later. There we go. Once again, it is called... Marvel Universe Online, Mike Davenport is the lead writer and creative director, and you can check it out and support it and see where it goes. Get on the ground floor of a big project right now. Right, guys? Yeah, you could be the 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 beyonder of this new MMO world. Oh yeah, but not with the Y. You could, it would be beyonder with an I. It would be a slightly different beyond. It'd be beyondy. Beyondy. Um, yeah, actually, let me ask you. Let me ask you. Based on that conversation, do you have how much of a grasp of the gameplay do you have? Oh man, I so get it and understand what he's, what's going on. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, like you have a deep, like you could describe it right now. If asked. yeah, yeah, I can I'm not asking it. you, but if it's, asked, yeah, I can pitch it to Marvel. This will help out today. today. It's like it's like Street Fighter Two, but not at all. It's almost the opposite of Street Fighter Two. Yeah. Yes. If you punch but we're going to move code, on with our. It doesn't help. We're going to move on with our next start. section, which is my favorite section because you all make it up. It is your audience questions. And for Woo-hoo. audience questions, all you have to do is drop a question if you can find it in the question field over here on Crowdcast. Also, the comments over on YouTube, and I'll keep an eye anyway. on those. Maybe, maybe and... on Facebook, Alex. What about Facebook? I'm watching on Facebook. Maybe. Oh man, let me go over to Facebook. No. No, no questions over there. Well, you That's don't know all. yet. Just, you gotta say, why am I still on Facebook suck. is the first question there. Suck yeah. may drop in or there'll be like a fake news article pinned to yeah. our, <laughs> our show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Dan Bodino is actually on the stream. He's ready to talk to us. Is that what his name is? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, ben Shapiro is Don here. Bongino, I think you mean. But yes, I got you. Sure, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Don Bongino. Uh, we do actually have a question here on crowdcast this is from stray bullet is stray there a comic book Ooh, look at this it's coming up here on the screen this is so exciting is there a comic book property you think would make an amazing video game great question um i uh, feel that... like um there are a lot of comics that i think gesture toward this you got i mean 
Die, for instance, the uh, Kieran Gillen comic mm -hmm. sure, um, was sure. sort of designed to be uh, a role-playing game that could easily be uh, a video game version of that. Didn't they make a tabletop version of Die? Am I wrong about that? Yes, yo, I, that, like I think it sort of became more of what the comic was doing than uh, than even the story. Mm -hmm. I would like a, a comic book club uh, property to be a video game, and it's called uh, Punch Nat in the Face. And you got to like go to the places in New York City where like Nat hangs out and look for him, and then find him and oh, punch nice. him in the face. Uh, like, like a burger Where's time, Waldo. yeah, it's like a burger time. Where's Waldo? Where you're punching yeah. Nat. You just yeah, got to race it. around yeah. and like. Yeah. Right. I, I was initially thinking about this as a joke idea, but I actually think like if you did a Telltale game style thing where you could sort of choose through it, concrete. I know we bring this up all the time as a oh, property, but some, what? What? Tell, yeah, tell, something tell, really thoughtful. Tell. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, I but mean, what about? Uh, I guess there's no wrong answer because comics and video games share the sort of endlessness, like where you mm -hmm. can go anywhere. You could, the stories can sort of web, um, no pun intended, in any direction. Dark um, web. Yeah, the dark. I web, love right? this comment over on Facebook. Bill Bauer says, "CBC Games collect bananas." <laughs> no whoever can collect the most tightest bananas yeah you gotta get the tight <laughs> you don't want to lose bananas that, again if you guys good. haven't been listening to the stack you don't know that pete has been i, I want to say disassociating losing his mind uh in his reviews <laughs> way to, put it. to say say things that um i know he i straight bullets question oh it disappeared but we don't know exactly what he's talking about. Tight bananas is the um, the word of the word of the month. I, I feel like we might get a different audience than we expect if we had a game that was about collecting tight bananas. I'm just going to throw it out there. They may Truth. not know what they're getting into, but I guess yeah. we'll see. Here's you need a you need a hammock. Have... You need a banana hammock eventually. For the oh title. come uh -huh. on, man! Don't make it. Yeah, it might get weird. Which this is from Kevin? Which comic book team would you most or least want to join for Thanksgiving? Great question. Great question, uh, Kev. Because uh, there is obviously a, when you're on a team, there's mm -hmm. a lot of pressure to do a sort of a friendsgiving, uh, of an avenge giving kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but I'm gonna go. I want to hang with the Runaways. I want to get a Oh, you're going with a fictional comic book team. I thought it was talking about like writer artist team, and I was like, I don't know, Kevin McGuire. Uh, I, yeah. Alex, I don't. I think you're barking <laughs> up the wrong tree there. Because let me be honest, I don't even know if the writers and artists want to sit down for Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, they shouldn't. Um, they they should keep writing and drawing. You know what I mean? Because we got to read comics. <laughs> take a meal off. Beat it's Thanksgiving. Give him a break. <laughs> Yeah, hot take. Uh, everybody in comics should work through Thanksgiving. I don't care. <laughs> Coming from Pete, the man who's like, we have a podcast to record today? No, thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm eating lunch right now. Yes. All right. Good question over there. This one you guys is... Didn't answer it. <laughs> you guys didn't oh, we didn't. Oh, what comic book team? Uh, gosh, X-Men, I guess. I feel like as long wow. as they weren't getting attacked and the X-Mansion wasn't getting blown up, they'd probably have a nice time. Um, I think you, uh, th Thunderbolts, because it would be a fucked up meal. You think oh, the, yeah. the vil villains cook fucked up food? Yeah, weird shit, you know what I mean? I bet villains I will are say, if you're going with the if you're going with the version that Norman Osborn ran, 
then that would definitely work. That dude knew us how to cut a turkey. So, you know. So. What? Very niche uh, reference <laughs> to the first <laughs> Spider-Man movie. Yeah. No? Oh, okay. Okay, got you. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. Nice. I, you I love that you, that that I love that you expected us to know that reference. Like, my favorite part of the first Spider-Man, I guess when um, Norman Osborn cuts a turkey. The most great <laughs> sort of electric moment of the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, number two, the upside down Spider-Man kiss. Number one, though, the turkey. That turkey. Oh, All right. And that turkey. Who's uh, from that? Who are wait, your wait. favorite Italian? Oh, yes. Wait. What's uh, Stray in the comments asked what we were drinking. So what are you guys uh, drinking? I see Justin. Oh, right. We didn't talk about what we were drinking. Stray did come up with a cocktail. It involved Prosecco, and I did not have Prosecco around, so I apologize I didn't make it. But Yeah. Uh, and like, there's a lot of hype about like don't have cocktails with Prosecco. I say keep it going. The only reason I didn't make it is because I got home literally two minutes before the show started and <laughs> signed out immediately. Uh, so I'm here for a Prosecco cocktails in the future. I'm drinking um, a Pills Mafia, uh, a Bills, ah, Buffalo nice. Bills themed beer by Thin Man Brewing, a great beer. But I also found this, uh, my next beer is going to be Big Deal Brewing, a Labatt Blue other beer that they make. Whoa! This could change my this could change oh. entire family's life. Whoa. This is crazy. That is a big. I bet it. I bet it tastes totally different. I, it's yeah. I, it has. Dude, to. try it already. Come on, man. I'm going I to. I'm going to finish my like. pills. Got to finish my pills. Oh, Daddy's got to take his pills. Oh boy. Yes. What about you, Pete? What are you drinking tonight? Uh, I'm trying not to get sick. I got uh, two people in the house already sick. I'm trying not to join the. You know, I'm trying to stay healthy here for Turkey Day so I can drink all day and eat all day. You know what I mean? Your dream. Yeah, I know. I do know what you mean. Yes. Pete's been doing uh, some I'm daddy having... daycare lately. Yes, yes. I'm drinking a Negroni. That, there you go. That's it. Speaking of Negronis, who are your favorite Italian comic book characters? What about your favorite Italian comics creators? Please answer this question respectfully. This is from Nat Townsend. <laughs> what is this? What is this? Because well, you guys were doing He just doesn't want us to do a Mario yeah. accent. That's the yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. You guys you don't like doing... the Mario accent? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess uh, I'll answer this question in the form of a Mario <laughs> oh boy uh and my favorite italian comic book characters i mean i actually can't even who are uh who are our favorite what what are the decidedly italian characters um isn't milo minara italian maybe yes it, yeah yeah yes, that's milo my... minara there we go that's my that's my favorite Oh, nice uh, job! Draws some uh, sexy, sexy comic books. Wait, so that's your favorite oh, Italian create creator? What about ca- characters? Yeah. That's a Italian a comic character. Uh, shouts Matteo Scalera. That's a good call. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Uh, Simone, uh, I don't know how to Bianchi. Bianchi? Uh, yeah, yeah, Bianchi. Is Simone Bianchi Italian? Yes. Nice. <laughs> Everybody you... frantically googling right now. I love yeah, it. Yeah, Italian comic book. Yeah, there we go. And Italian comic book characters, of course, of course, we all know. Tony Soprano. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. dude. He said be respectful. I am being respectful. It's a well respected show. Yeah. Everybody loves it. Uh, he's more of a Jersey character, I would argue. Uh 
We got some questions over at YouTube. Do we want to move over to that for a second? Sure. Uh, why don't we? Uh, before we before we move on, though, I, I do think yeah. it's interesting. Like now, Nat in the comments is why are there so few canonically Italian characters? It is weird. Um, it's uh, Frank Castles. He's Italian, right? Is he Italian? Probably. Hmm. It's oh, a me, I'm not Frank Castles. Bad <laughs> <Yeah>, day. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we're going to move over to David Quintley. How do you think the new culture at DC Films, given Batgirl cancellation, will affect future projects? It's from YouTube, David Quinley. What do you guys think uh, about that? That's a great question. Um, well, I think they did something um, very savvy by bringing James Gunn in because they had alienated the creators uh, pretty aggressively. Um, and then they brought in a creator to be in a leadership role. Um, so I think that uh, will lead to much more. I mean, when James Gunn has time to focus on his job as the head of that, um, I think he'll be able to mend fences, a, a trusted creator at the helm. It really makes it easier to to get back in the right side. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, just if people don't know the timeline of what went on, I think. I think it was either November 1st or November 5th. He and Peter Safran started officially as the head of DC Films. Their first thing was essentially to come up with a book, which was like a timeline, a Bible for what they were going to do with DC Films and TV and animated shows and everything going forward. And as far as they've hinted, they're looking at it as all fitting together. So it certainly seems like Everything that's come before isn't necessarily obviously wiped away, but they're coming up with a new take, a new universe going forward. I guess we'll see what happens. But to your point, Justin, having somebody who has a clear vision and cares about the way that people create things and the way to put things together, and he clearly, like, beyond anything else, James Gunn is a collaborator. You get that very clearly when anybody does an interview where he is somebody yeah. that works with his actors. He works with the crew. He understands who people are. And it's such a silly thing that everybody should do, but like, he's the kind of guy that knows everybody's name on set. And there are some people who don't, and there are directors who don't and creators who don't, but it's clear everybody loves working with them. So Peter Safran as well, apparently is really good at that stuff, even though he's going to be focusing on the business side. So the yeah, uh, on the other end of the spectrum, obviously the Batgirl thing and everything went before. That's a bad blood, and they're gonna have a, like an uphill battle. I still do think they have a bullseye on their back because what are they gonna do about the Flash yeah. movie? What are they gonna do about Aquaman two, the Batman sequel, the Batman TV shows, all of uh, Superman and Lois on the CW? Like, there's all of these potentially, and some of them better than others, but like vestigial things that are left over. So who knows what they're going to do with them going forward. That's a huge challenge and any decisions they make are going to be scrutinized to hell. But like you were saying, Justin, just to get back to it and just reiterate your point, starting with a creative guy is the right place to go. We'll see what yeah. happens. Plus he's a creative uh, guy who kind of like really shows that you know, like he hopped over from the Guardians to Suicide Squad and proved in a different world he could still deliver. So I think it, uh, I think that, you know, he's going to prove some people wrong. And I'm excited to see what happens. Um, I have a little bit of follow up here on um, Italian uh, and Italian American superheroes that I'd like to, I think this is a very, oh very my. good. Okay, here we the, go. Literally, the first one. And then it goes to alphabetical order is the Punisher. 
it goes to Punisher, uh, someone named Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, and then it becomes it goes back to A. So whoever made this Valentina page, is uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus, yeah, right in the MCU. Yeah. Uh, so that, I think that's why they're one and two, and then it goes into characters that I'm sure we all love, like Captain Hot Wheels. Um, oh yeah, Fate, Captain Hot Wheels, Captain Hot Wheels, Italian Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, sort of feels really over the plate. Um, we've got Pizza Man. Sort of obvious, uh, not really. Great, no, that can't uh, be a real. No, that's not good. Oh, Sarah Pizzini, Witchblade. Um, yeah, that, Witchblade. That makes a lot of sense. Super Mario, as <laughs> we covered. Mm-hmm. Um, Classic and... comic book character. That's how we know him first. Uh, yep. <laughs> and um, here's a good one, though, that I wish I thought of was uh, Zatanna. Mm. And Zatara. But not time. Zatara, right? Zatanna no, think... is Italian, but not Zatara. Yeah, uh, very Italian sounding words. Oh, Ratman from Panini Comics, also Italian. Anyway, go ahead, Alex. All right, we got a couple more questions here over on YouTube. I'm going to read through. This is from Nelson Martinez. Are you guys into the White Lotus show on HBO? I really enjoyed first season and curious to see what direction the new season will go in. I've definitely been watching it. Pete, oh, yeah. I imagine it's not quite your thing, but Justin, you've been checking it out? White Lotus, loving it. Caught up last night on all the episodes that have aired. Um, I, I like this season better than the first one. I feel like mm, the first one, the wow. characters were a little sort of, um, you knew their positions um, on a lot of things, and we were watching them bounce off each other in a great way. This one, everyone's floating a little bit back and forth. It's a more interesting soup of people. More interesting I really like soup. it as well. Yeah, more interesting soup. That's I really, love soup, exactly especially as people. Ooh, I don't yeah, know about that. It's a real chowder of a show, I always say. Yeah. The first season and second season are very different, and I think purposefully so. But, you know, the main theme that Mike White, first of all, if anybody has not seen it, it takes place at this high-end resort. A bunch of all-star type people go to the resort, and they check it out and interact in different ways. The first season... I don't know. There was a lot of stuff going on, like very negative, very specifically about wealth and wealth disparity. The second season is a little bit more purposefully. They said it is like a sex farce set in Italy. But the thing that I think is really interesting about it, which takes a while to get around to, but I think develop, develops nicely. How is that? Uh, how yeah. Is what's the deal? It's good. Yeah. Don't say it's good, asshole. Tell me, is it like a Labatt's? How's it different? It's, it's got Talk the classic Labatt's, like the little burn after the first sip. You know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about? One Labatt. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just got a rounder mouthfeel. Let me describe the mouthfeel. Rounder. Yeah. Is it lighter? Is it darker? A little. It's not darker. It's golden ale, so it's just got a little bit more body to it. Hmm. So I, I was going to say a lot of other things about White Lotus, but I think the first season was like Labatt, and the second season is like whatever this is. I think the metaphor works, Alex. You're right. It's called the. What's it called? The big deal. The next big deal. Uh, big deal brewing. Big deal brewing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let me ask you: You go into a bar in Buffalo. Which beer are you ordering? Wow, great call. I'm getting the Pills Mafia. Oh wow! Okay, that wasn't on the table. It was either the black boo, uh, the blue, oh. or this one. Bad boo, Let boo. Um, I'll get I'll get one and then the other. Have an appetizer and then. A... 
Okay, so you're really we you're got one nothing. more question here. Uh, I want to ask before we run out of time. Oh, we have a user who wants to come run out on of time. Stage? Is that what? possible? Oh my goodness, Nat raised his hand and wants to come on stage. This is a new function we have. Should see, we bring I, Nat in? Wait, Nat has two. He, see, he speaks computer. We have to be careful with him. He's too powerful. <laughs> All right, let's see what happens. I'm gonna try this oh out. This this just, now you're just inviting stage. people onto the show willy nilly. He raised his hand so he could be invited on stage. It's a new function. We got to try out all new functions. Oh, he says what? I didn't know what I was doing. Oh, <laughs> that's a forehead, all right. Special guest, friend of the show, kicking off. Hey, there we hey, go. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, Nat? It's Nat's boiled mitt hour. What's going on with your <laughs> boiled mitts? You got any boiled mitts there, Nat? Oh, I've got. Oh, oh I, well, as, I love repeating the same joke as much as you do. Uh, so I've got. Uh, <laughs> I've got my, my special line producer pan here. I've got, hey. the, I've got the, my, my Mephisto strainer, and I've got whatever the thing is that we say to get Alex mad uh, right here. And it's, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm actually just dropping in to let you guys know that there's a button on Crowdcast where you can just join the stream now. I don't know if you guys know what that button. Seems <laughs> <is>. dangerous. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I was to, wondering be, what that button clear, does. I have to let you in. I answer. have to let you in. You can't just come in. No, I like it's, that we have a full open door policy on this show. We should give people the power to wander we in. And there out. actually is a, a switch. When I was looking through it, this is way too niche, uh, but I was looking through the revised settings for this new platform on Crowdcast, and there is a setting where it's like, anybody can come on at any time. And I was like, who, what? Why would you ever do that? That's great. That sounds I, I think. So, folks, those listening, please join us on Crowdcast Tuesday at 7, where you can just um, sh come on and shout whatever crazy in. nonsense yeah. runs through your brain. Just yeah, tell people just, what's that's in your how kitchen. We, that, that's yeah, how what's Pete. going on? Yeah, look at that. Look at that. Huh? Yeah. Hey, Nat, I, I have a question for you while you're here in your kitchen. Yeah, audience hang question. Out for this next question. It's appropriate. Uh, this is the last one we'll do here. This is from Mark Carrillo. What's your guy's favorite Thanksgiving side dish? Uh, great question. Does it have Stuffing. to be comic book themed or? I would Absolutely dare you not. to find one. What's a comic book <laughs> themed side dish? Yeah, well, I really stepped in that, didn't I? Uh, which I hadn't said it at all. But uh, I don't know. Like, uh, oh, I feel like I put myself Hulk, on the Hulk spot here. Sma Hulk smashed potatoes? Ooh, That's nice. so much better than what I was going to say, which was I was going to say cranberry <laughs> sauce and then hope I thought of a comic book word by the end of the <laughs> By the end of the word? You didn't leave yourself yeah, a lot well, of time. That's improv, baby. I got you cranberry Allen sauce. I'm, yeah. I'm, Wait, oh, but non. Yeah, that's good. That's pretty good. Not comic book themed though. What's your actual favorite dish, Pete? I'll go to you. I'm, I'm sure you have I'm some with Pete. The stuffing. I, stuffing, I can eat yeah. stuffing more than the turkey. We put we put Jimmy Dean pork sausage with steak. Yeah, bro. Ooh. Sausage some stuffing. Chestnut in there. Oh yeah, you gotta have some. And then also take the turkey dripping and like uh, spoon that onto the stuffing while it's baking. So it's like extra meaty. Oh, uh, that's, that's, really... I could eat just a big plate of stuffing. Really take your time. Do you know what I, uh, stuffing is kind yeah. of the best. I got to say, we never, and I know this is probably a controversial one, we never had green bean casserole when I was growing up. So when I finally had it, I was like, oh, this is good. This is very good. So I don't know if it was, I was just not allowed to have it. So it was built up on my mind, but I like that quite a bit. I don't want to be uh, a total elite here, Alex, but I found that a lot of people just what they like to do is boil the green beans down into a soup and call that a casserole, and it's gross. Uh, 
But that's gross. I will. So the two, there's two types of green bean casserole. I think like there's the can type, which is uh, definitely the best. Like just get a bunch of cans and throw them together. I tend to make don't don't even open the can. Yeah, this yeah, can't just eat a can. <laughs> Room temp can. I go to I go to Goat Thanksgiving. Do you guys do that? Yeah, you just yeah. the greatest of all of cats and shoes. Oh, look at that adorable yes. cat right there. Oh, yes. Oh, that's a great place to end on. Goodbye, Matt. Bye. Bye, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. And that is it for your audience question. Wait, so wait, you got we got stuffing. Yours is green bean casserole, Alex. Sure. Wow. Interesting answer. Um, I got to go with dark turkey meat. Come on. That's, Dude, that, is that a side? That's not that's a side. Main. That's a main dish. Well, it's all sides. What, the, let's, be, let's be real. Thanksgiving is a, everything is a side. If what you're eating more your... turkey, if you're eating more turkey than other stuff, you're wasting your stomach. What? Wait, what are you talking about? Turkey is the main thing. You should be eating. That's not good. Thing. Why? Because you spend more time. You spend more time with it? No, because it's, it's fucking delicious. Man, I'm not saying it's not delicious. It I'm fact? in fact saying it's so all delicious. Right, I'm all right, all right, all right, all right. Wait. First off, Alex, it, how do you make your turkey? Okay. So first, you take out the turkey. No, no we don't need to cook it in the oven. Lot, no, what do you do? Because we fry our turkey. You cook it in the oven for like sixty to seventy hours. Yeah, dry it, it out the with nice and charred, and throw it out. Pete's flexing here. This. The turkey flex. The finally, Dude, the, if the you fry flex. your turkey in the peanut oil, it seals the flavor in. It's what so you, juicy and delicious. No, I, I know. I, I've had. I actually do like turkey. I'm being. I'm just poking the bear to use the phrase we used earlier in the show. But I do agree that turkey is the least of Thanksgiving. I like turkey. You're not doing. If it, it was just sides, yeah, you're not I'd doing it right. Is my point. You fucking moron. I think we can say just. <laughs> Just you moron. I think we could say just like a gathering of friends and family, all the sides, uh, including the turkey, have to come together to really make the meal. You know what I mean? Wow. And that kicks us nicely into our next section, <laughs> which is trivia. And for nice. that, I'm going to oh, turn boy. it over to Pete LePage. All right, Pete LePage. Well, uh, do we have a brave volunteer or we're looking for a first stand up person? Yeah. Anybody who wants to raise their hand or say me, me, me in the comments somewhere, that's absolutely fine. And we'll let you in. You will win a $25 gift card to either Midtown Comics or Long John Silvers. Or if you have something equally hilarious, happy, happy to give you a gift card for whatever. LJS, great Absolutely place to go everybody. and spend uh, your Thanksgiving. Let's be honest. Yeah. You could also, oh, how about this? You could win a chance to come to one of our Thanksgivings. <laughs> that's, uh, that's it. And again, just like our new Crowdcast platform, you can walk, it's an open door policy. Walk you in know, whenever you feel like it. Yeah. Find our addresses where yeah. we posted. Uh, After your turkey office. ran, I don't know why anybody would want to go over to yours. My turkey's delicious. Yeah. Dark meat can't can't beat it. The problem with I mean, the yes. turkey is sometimes the skin gets too hard, Pete. You have to be really careful. Yeah, you got to yeah. know what you're doing. I will say for the record, uh, never mind. I'm not going to say it. I'm not, no, say it. Get <laughs> I'm into not it. going to. 
My my parents don't know how to cook turkey. My father's vegetarian and my parents' stove, which by the way, I offered to cook Thanksgiving specifically for the reason their stove is broken. So it's a hundred degrees lower than what it says. So everything that they cook is undercooked. It's insane. And they don't believe me. They're like, no, you don't know what you're talking about. I bought a oven thermometer. So that I could be like, this is the temperature of your oven. Jesus Christ. Ooh, we got uh, we got somebody who wants to come on. Nice. Um, a hundred degrees off is That's a disgusting, large yeah. amount of uh, temperature difference. Um, it'd be very hard to eat the food that's coming out. And sorry to hear it, it's... Kevin. You can go over to Justin's house. He'd be more than happy to have you. Uh oh. Hey. Uh oh. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Lay it down. We're talking about your stream. Yeah. Nat. Who? Nat. Wait, is Nat also there? Am I also here? What's up, Brett? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Nat. Stop messing up our podcast. It just likes me too much. It just wants me to be in the room. Oh my god! He amazing. charmed the he charmed the AI. We, we oh my god. Ban user or remove attendee? I guess I'll just <laughs> remove attendee. It's a yeah. getting of. I don't know. Nat, just sit quietly for a you, second. Oh Let's no! Wait. Me. If I do that, then I'll unregister remove this event. <laughs> no, no. Just Nat, be a good. Be a good audience member. Oh it's straight. It's time to talk. Just let your cat. Okay, I'll just raise my hand. <laughs> so this is how I do my turkey every year. This is how I used to do the turkeys. When I actually had to uh, cook turkeys for Thanksgiving in restaurants, which is fucking a monumental pain in the ass, which I'm so happy I never have to do again. You cook the breast separately from the legs. You can do anything cool you want with the legs. You like I've come feed them, yeah. I've braised them, I've boned them out, and I've stuffed them with stuffing, sewed them back up, and then deep fried them. And then you brine the breast, which you can inject brine, or you can just soak them in the brine for a few days, and then you roast them separately. And it only takes like forty-five minutes. And what I do every year is I. Gaff or stick a bunch of herbs on top of it. So like rosemary, thyme, sage, and I pack it full and stuff butter underneath all the skins and then baste it halfway through. And when I'm roasting it, all those herbs get really dark and charred and brown. And then at about six o'clock, we take that bird out to the street and I light it on fire. What? I've I've seen this. Yes. (laughs) Why would you? Because... What, like you, you had me, and then, then at the end, you, it seems like you're just yeah, you like the herbs arson. Fire, and it basically creates this herbal smoke all around it. And visually, it's awesome to just watch this thing like light on fire. And uh, but all the ash and all the stuff creates this awesome smoky flavor that goes straight into the turkey, and it's amazing. And I do get it the whole day. neighborhood. Awesome. Get the whole neighborhood. Yeah, right. Well, it's it's tradition now, so. We have open house policy for anybody that I work with or anybody that we're friends with. Come over if you don't have a place to come over. And now it's just this tradition that every year I've been doing it since 1998. Ooh, uh, holy good shit. year! Every year. So now, uh, before it was in the restaurants, 
and we would line all the turkey breasts up on the ranges and just light them on fire. Now it's just I do it at my house for fun for friends, and we uh, every year at 6 p.m. we light a turkey. My son is throwing things. We light a turkey on fire on the sidewalk. Nice. That's awesome. Mm. I've seen I have video or pictures of you doing it, and it's great. Yeah, I usually post it. I probably go. I'm probably gonna go live on Instagram and do it this year again. Uh, so can you hurry up and win the gift certificate? The gift card? Yeah, uh, uh, Brooklyn needs his Long John Silver. So why don't we do this? <laughs> hey, I love he's got the Spidey um, outfit on. Every yes, time. Spidey. As far as best sides go, how do you feel about the best sides are... your turkey? Yeah, the uh -oh. that's <laughs> still here. <laughs> I don't know how to get rid of him. I was being <laughs> polite. He is being polite. It's great. It's like a live nightmare audience. scenario. But I like. To I make, just want to know uh, how Brett feels about spatchcocking the turkey. I think it's a. I think oh, it's cool. Uh, I mean, it's as cool as like spatchcocking a chicken. Um, there it is. It's pretty cool. I mean, can you just can you define what that is for people that don't know that weird word? So spatchcocking, you do only with. I mean, I guess you could do it with like larger animals, but really, you only do it with birds, chickens. Spatchcock a bear. You could spatchcock an ostrich, maybe. That'd be interesting to spatchcock, but it's basically you just remove just the spine out of the back. Like you just pull the spine out, you cut along either side like of it. Like a predator, flawless predator style. You just ripped it out. Yeah, exactly. Like predator a predator. Style. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you tear it out. Yeah, and you kind of like cook it flatter, basically. So it's like more yeah. even. Absolutely. And uh, and you can I, flatten it that way, like he said. Like you can spatchcock a chicken. Skin side down in a cast iron, and then lay another cast iron on top of it, and the skin gets like super crispy. If, if I how do you feel about raisins and stuffing? I hate no. raisins. But That's not, okay. No one like no one wants that. No, what are you eating? Matt, in a don't retirement pick fights home? in the background. You're a ghost. Matt. Hey, <laughs> I, I I have to deal with this in my own home. Alex has to deal with his problems. My battle is raisins and the stuffing. Yeah. Um, let Get me just say real quick. Let me just put a flag in this moment right now. We started trivia. We've just done a <laughs> segment on cooking turkey. Now is randomly. <laughs> we have not, this is the where there's got to be a right way now. to kick him out. I can't do it without kicking him out of the show entirely. Good. <laughs> yeah, this kick is, him out of the this, show. He did this is fun. karmic. Pete, you caused this. You started talking about punching him, and now he's going to haunt you like a great ghost. So, <laughs> Look, man, I feel like we should just do I this would. every show now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just dad it on the sidelines yelling at us every once in a while. Nat's just it's sitting in front of his computer. I will say as far as... Shut down. As far as fruit and stuffing, I actually like making... Instead of doing stuffing, because the problem with stuffing is you have to stuff the turkey. If you stuff the turkey, you have to get that stuffing to like 165 degrees. Yeah. And by then your turkey is fucking gross and dried. So you can do like an out stuffing and cook it on the outside. But I actually like to do like savory bread puddings, which you make a custard, do all the same thing. But like you dry out the bread and then you could put like apples and mushrooms and walnuts and all that stuff inside it and do like a custard and slow bake it like that. Ooh, and that's, that's what I'm that. doing right now. I have the uh, bread drying upstairs, getting ready for yeah. that. So 
I've right, actually sure. heard it's technically dressing if it's not stuffed in the turkey. Yeah. That's why I <laughs> it like I, I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I it's, like it's, 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 it's like we're doing nine talk shows at once. It's amazing. <laughs> do this yeah. I'm just trying to reply with a useful color commentary. I think it's great. This is why you don't let vampires into your I know you are because I can fucking hear it. doing the trivia? <laughs> is I think Brett and Matt are doing it just by oh, the Do you have it. any suggestions on how to prepare Magoro tuna for such no. Uh, no. We okay. got your trivia. We got to move on. Here we go. Pete, take it away. Well, he doesn't Brett have an answer. Matt are competing. Am I doing trivia? Yeah, you're both doing trivia. Or, uh, a $25 gift card to support. We'll, we'll go with uh, Price is Right rules. I'm going to send you a. I still haven't sent you the charity for the last one I did. So. Mm, okay. Yes, you got to do that. Today's yeah. trip is on topical comic news and a small nod to the legend, Jason David Frank. R.I.P. Uh, to be clear, I won't. If I win, I'm not giving charity. <laughs> <laughs> Please listen. So, to wait, all. just to be clear, Brett is competing for charity <laughs> and that is not. Okay. I think, can, can we? Can, so I think that is, in, and that is in contempt of court. Is there a, is there a bailiff <laughs> or something we could? Please Dragon, kick that, that out. Good. Where's Kevin? I don't I care what the I ramifications are. You kick them the fuck next out. week at the very least. This is like when you're getting to the end of an improv show and you accidentally invite everybody on stage to do a scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all like, we thought you take had away, an idea Pete. for the group scene. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, don't tell Pete, me to please away. take it away every time I start talking to 80 other people. <laughs> all right. This is your segment, Pete. It's your please time to listen shine. to all three the options hey, Pete, before making Pete, you're the star of trivia. Swear to God, I'm a fucking leave if you don't shut the fuck up. All right. Question number one. Archie Comics take on the slasher genre with blank the final girl. Is it A, Betty, B, Cheryl, or C, Fiona Vroom? So it's either A, Betty. Okay. Great. Uh, nice I pick. Job. I pick B. Ooh. Who? Who is Wait, wait. B? So that's one point. One point to Brett. Just to be clear. Nice. Yeah. That's Damn. Great. Question number two. Who is taking over for the Justice League? According James to the, According to the fab ish <laughs> of Nightwing number one oh one. Is it A the New Titans? B your mom's Titans? Or C Brian Cranston? I'm going to say the new time. You are correct, See, sir. Brian Cranston. Ooh, <laughs> two for Brett. Wow. Really Brett feels like crushing. there's no way for Nat to win, but we'll see if he somehow squeaks Let's it out. Let's remember the, the third question. Third question is worth double points. That's right. And I've been doing what? a lot of unexpected things tonight, so who knows? Question number three. <laughs> Ryan Otley and Donnie Cates are leaving blank. Is it A, Elizabeth Banks? B, their Hulk run, or C, a Jumanji Christmas? I'll say B. You are correct, sir. Hold on. Wow. Hold on. I'm going to say Elizabeth Banks. (laughs) I'm going to say Agent Cody Banks. D. Was that correct? Was it Elizabeth Banks? The Hulk run. It's Stray Bullies wins it. Uh, Sorry about that, Nat. Uh, I guess, Brett, you have won $25. 
to cool. charity of your choice now. Fifty dollars to the charity of your choice. So please let me know so we can donate. I hate to Thank see you a for coming on. Good long John Silver's yeah. gift card go to charity. Yeah. And now I'm going to remove. I'm going to remove you from the broadcast, but still can't remove that. So thanks for coming, cool. on, Brett. Always good to see you. Bye, Nat. Forever. See you later, Brett. I used to whip in some heavy cream. That's usually my <laughs> Mashed potatoes, maybe a little roast garlic, but I try to go pretty traditional. You know what? This is a, just a great indicate. It's amazing how, for as much as we argue with each other, we share power very well. Because look, now Nat's here, and we're all victims. We're suckers. We're his king. He's the king. We Sometimes a common enemy is all that's needed. <laughs> As you know, my common enemy is the comics boy. If they just I was talking about out, the including... 2017 movie Power Rangers. In case anybody cares. Ah. That's okay. Thank you for doing that. That's very uh, nice and respectful. It is the first time that you've done a movie that is actually appropriate for the person you're talking about. So it's nice to see as well. That would be any good. It took you like. I don't know. I want to say conservatively 54 weeks to get around to a Robin Williams movie we'd heard of, but you know, you do you. As we all know, new comic books are coming out all the time. What are you looking forward to, Pete? Uh, I'm looking for DC versus Vampires number 11, ah. Doctor Strange Falls Sunrise number one, and Hitomi, I think I pronounced it correctly, number two. Mm, wow. Justin, what about you? Um, a couple uh, faves out there for me. I got to shout out a new comic by Jason Aaron, um, Once Upon a Time at the End of the World, number one. Very uh, curious about that. That looks like a lot of fun. Some, there's been a lot of like uh, romance comics coming out lately, and this feels like it has a romantic uh, take uh, bouncing around it. I also want to shout out Department of Truth, number 22. Ooh, this series is heating up. I can't wait to read this issue. It's really, um, it's one of my favorite um, pulls for the, every time it's in the stack. I'll give a shout out to the Vampire Slayer number eight from Boob Studios. I have been really enjoying this run. This is a new take on Beth and the Vampire Slayer where Buffy is kind of no longer the Vampire Slayer. Now it's Willow, but it's funny. It's fun. It perfectly channels the spirit of the show with an entirely new story and continuity. I've been having a blast reading it. And you can check out all of that stuff and much, much more in our Stack podcast that comes Wednesday, 9 a.m., both in the Comic Book Club feed and also in its own dedicated Stack feed. And folks, and that I'm is it for this week's show. Human Target number nine. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for this week's show. A couple of people want to thank you. I'm telling everyone that they're much. The covers are beautiful. Like, I feel like we've moved on to other creators, but he's just still so solid. Can't uh, wait to check it out tomorrow. 100%. Is it ghost? <laughs> Thank you, Mike Davenport, for coming out to talk about Marvel Universe Online. Next week, we're going to have returning guest Cecil Castellucci. It's going to be yes. here to talk about the new iHeart radio show. Nikki fixes time fix as well as her comic book work. Also, a bunch of other things you can check out. The Doom Room or our Doom Patrol podcast. Rapidly gear it up for season four season coming very four. soon. Marvel Vision, our Marvel podcast. We had a new episode about Wakanda Forever and a bunch of episodes on that coming soon as well. Patreon.com slash comic book club to support the show and all the shows we do. Don't forget to subscribe and follow on Apple, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app of your choice at Comic Book Live on Twitter. Also at Comic Book Live on Hive. 
if you're on there. Comic Book Club yeah. Live on Instagram. Comic Book Club Live on TikTok. ComicBookClubLive.com. This podcast and many more. On behalf and of check myself, out the parlor at Caveat. December 1st. Wow, that's all the 7 p.m. A caveat in Manhattan. <laughs> Shout out to Beer Cat PhD. Thanks for coming to the show last week. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.